Okay, everybody, we're continuing uh, Jesus' Sermon on the Mount. Uh, this time, God, or Jesus, he is God, is kind of repackaging for his audience what the law is. And it's saying that he's not come to abolish it. Not to so, change it or to remove it. But to fulfill it. And so we see here, of course, Jesus really cutting into the heart of the law and not the letter of the law, mm -hmm. which is what the Pharisees at the time were so concerned with and what, let's be honest, most people today are more concerned with. Mm -hmm. And so uh, he starts with saying, right, like, uh, until heaven and earth pass away, nothing from this law will, you know, disappear. And it's true. Like, And yesterday we talked about the two audiences that are probably there. There's the audience of people that don't feel good enough and will never feel good enough. And there is the audience of the Pharisees that looks down on those people and in comparison thinks so highly of themselves. And I think in one sentence, he totally owns both of them, which is verse 20. For I tell you, unless your righteousness exceeds that of the scribes and the Pharisees, you will never enter the kingdom of heaven. Because he's in that one sentence saying, hey, those of you who think that you're better because you follow the law, guess what? You are but you are still not close to good enough. And those who, um, and then those people who don't think they're good enough, right, they need to, well, we'll see. So um, we have a lot of different categories here from anger, lust, divorce, um, oath, retaliation, loving your enemies. And um, Jesus really goes into the spirit of the law, right? Like just being angry and calling your friend, you fool. It's a little stronger in the Hebrew than just yeah. you fool. It's should probably be a curse word it is in a an accurate translation um but yeah uh and there's a really famous section here on reconciliation where hey if you have a conflict with someone don't even come to service go reconcile with your brother then come to service and a keynote in verse 23 is not when you remember you have something against your brother it is if you remember that your brother has something against you mm -hmm. right that this idea of reconciliation it's actually not centered on you it's centered on your relationship with other people mm -hmm. and then same uh, and then we go to lust it's not just you know literally having sex with someone who's not you're not married to but it's even just thinking the heart uh yeah uh, the heart and uh, we have this famous section where, hey, if something causes you to sin, get rid of it. Mm. Now, God, Jesus used a very literal example, cutting off your eyes and your, taking out your eyes and cutting off your hands. But it could even be as simple as, hey, if this habit causes you to sin, avoid whatever makes you fall into the habit. Right. And the application or the heart of it is not what is lust. Like, at what level does lust become a sin? The heart of it is saying... Do we desire what is good and not what is evil? Right, and then uh, that's the divorce thing. It just it seems kind of harsh and weird, but it's it's actually very similar, right? Like a lot of times people would get divorced for really terrible reasons. If you look in the Bible, irreconcilable differences. But you know, like this woman's not giving me a child, divorce. Or I want to sleep with someone younger, divorce. There's, um, but Jesus is saying no, like. I see what you're doing and I don't like it and it's not God's way. And I think this divorce is a really good moment to understand that when Jesus is talking to them, he's understanding that they are going to sin, right? As we looked at John last, first, uh, John. first John last week, right? He's not saying this is the way that you live sin sinlessly, right? He's saying that I understand that you are going to sin, but do you understand why you are sinning and what and how you, really you are need? sinning? Yeah. Um, then we go to oaths, right? Um, 
where people are swearing by different things, um, and yet... And I think it's not only that they're swearing, they're lying. Yeah. That's really what they're doing, right? They're saying, oh, I swear to God, I'm going to do this, when really, they are not. That's why Jesus says, just let your yes be yes and your no be no. Be honest, be truthful, which uh, is very similar to the do not bear false witness in the Ten Commandments. Um, And then retaliation. Um, This is a very uh, interesting passage. Yes, and I think that a lot of what he's saying, right, uh, is at the beginning of all of these, uh, you have heard that it was said, an eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth. Because in that, again, he's calling out certain people because he's saying, you've been teaching this, you've been saying this, or he's also telling people, you've been believing this, but where did you hear that from? Yeah, yeah. I mean, so in the Old Testament, you know, God does give rules about, you know, how, if someone does wrong you, these are the way you pay back. But God wasn't saying, to, like, you know, wasn't trying to be like, X, Y, Z, X, Y, Z, like, follow these. It was uh-huh. the heart of it. It was, hey, you need to repair reparations. You need to um, give reparations. You need to pay back. But also, you need to show grace and mercy, or you need to sometimes, you know, it's within the scope of the law, right? And uh-huh. so in the same way, if someone hurts you, hey, maybe sometimes you let it go. Right? Yeah, and that this retaliation, it's going in all directions. The one who uh, physically assaults you, right? He slaps you. The one who takes from you, who steals from you. Uh, the person in authority who oppresses you because Roman, um, I don't remember citizens or just Roman like um, military people, they had the right to force uh, a Jewish citizen to carry their stuff for up to a mile. Which is what happened um, to the... The Simon guy, of Cyrene who yeah, carried Jesus' who carried, cross. Right? But also to the poor, the one who begs from you. And saying that if you're just looking to get even with everybody, then... You're not following, you know... Yeah, I don't think you understand yeah. what God is trying to do for you. And then if you feel like, I do all of this. I'm perfect. I do not have anger, lust, you know, I don't have bad oaths. Because I have no wife to <laughs> commit adultery. You know, I don't retaliate, but then Jesus ends with this, love your enemies. Boom! Right. Because uh, that one I'm sure no one does. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and the end, right, uh, verse 48, you therefore must be perfect as your heavenly father is perfect. And I think this is interesting because it's true, right? Because what Jesus is telling to all of these people is, listen, this is what the heart of the law really was trying to show us. Right, Leviticus 19. Where, be, holy. be holy as I am holy. That's what God says. Yeah, and he's saying, if you think you can get in with anything less, you are not getting in. Right, this is not a call to say that we have to be perfect, but this is a call for us or, to remember. No, you have oh, to be that perfect, we have to, but, but how, how is are you going to be made perfect? Jesus! The answer is Jesus! Spoiler alert! Jesus! Don't give it away, bye!